0: Welcome to Steeping Around. I'm your host, Minisha, Shah, and we are talking all things tea. Actually, today, we're not talking all things tea. <laughs> we are just going to talk all things Steeping Around. I'm joined, as always, by producer Terry Clark. Hello, everyone. And today in studio, we have a couple of extra guests. Please introduce yourselves.
1: Hi, I'm Yishan, and I'm nine years old.
0: Dude. You're not 9 years old. You just had a you just had a birthday.
1: Oh yeah, I forgot I'm 10.
0: All right. He's just getting used to being in double digits. Also, we have my younger son.
1: I'm Bayuk and I am 7 years old.
0: That's right. My kids are in studio today. We were going to have Sarah in studio also because it is our first anniversary of steeping around
2: congratulations yeah
0: thank you very much it's been a great ride but sarah is not joining us today because it is her birthday Mm -hmm. last night she had a pre-birthday celebration go sarah and i bet she's in no condition to be anywhere except
2: in bed maybe well happy birthday to sarah
0: indeed happy birthday Well, it is our first anniversary show, and it has indeed been a fabulous ride. We are going to sort of go over our year in review. We've got clips that we have compiled from many shows that we have done in these past 51 weeks. It's amazing, isn't it? It
2: really is stunning that, you know, that we have so much to talk about. We do, we (laughs) do.
0: Well, we're going to go over how we got started, how Terry got started, We're also going to go through some of the guests that we had on our show, and we're going to finish out with a bunch of clips from some of the takes that we've had that were especially funny, so you'll want to stay with us because we've got a lot of material to cover. To begin with, we need to pull up something from my very first show. This is how Steeping Around actually began. I'm so pleased that you have joined us in our inaugural show. We are just beginning this entire radio show devoted to all things tea. It's an amazing idea. It's not one that I had thought of. We were uh, approached by the good folks at the Food Radio Network, and they had heard that I was a guy that. Knew a little bit about the tea industry. I'm the owner of the Maya Tea Company. And they said, you know, it would be an interesting idea if you did a show on tea. Apparently, they also figured out that uh, I like to talk probably more than I should. And being a a tea guy, they said, why don't you do a show on tea? And my initial inclination is I'm not sure that there's enough material to make a a whole radio show out of it. Certainly not a weekly one, not one that would uh, last for a long, long time. But we uh, started doing a little research and we asked around and we looked at all the various topics of the things that we could talk about and all the questions that we were asked over the years. And we came to the conclusion that, yes, indeed, there were probably enough uh, things that we could show and educate and enlighten about in regards to tea that we could probably do a pretty good show.
2: You sound kind of... Uh, choppy
0: wow choppy is a very kind word <laughs> you know I remember that first day because of the first few days of the show I was always alone in the studio right, right and I didn't have a grasp of all the technical details that you need to have ready and what you need to do so it was kind of a mess I know the show didn't sound as good as it does today but yeah, we've gotten, we're
2: using different software to edit and we're using a lot of different equipment. sounds a lot better it now. sounds
0: much better But also, you know, there was that little bit of hesitation. I was concerned. But I think it's funny that on that show I go, I don't know if I've got enough stuff to talk about. (laughs) And now we just got back from the World Tea Expo, Mm -hmm. and I, I think we have, like, two years' worth of material. Probably. I mean, it's crazy. Like, my list is so long, and the number of people we can talk to and talk about has just grown exponentially, the number of people interested in the show. So I think we're going to be on for at least a couple more years in terms of the things that we have to talk about. I certainly hope so. Indeed, and I hope you folks all stay with us for all of these upcoming ideas. Well, of course, like I said, I was in the studio alone for a long time. And it got to be a struggle because my voice was getting better one-on-one, but I was starting to get burned out a little bit, Mm -hmm. frankly speaking. And so I made the move. We invited Terry Clark to become producer and to be on the show with me. And then the first time we actually had you on the show, we were on location.
2: Right, right.
0: So the first time you were on the show and the first time we went out from studio uh-huh. on location, wow. We went
2: to Seven Cups Tea House, and I was a bit nervous. And when you introduced me as an afterthought, <laughs> That's right. I said two words, and that was pretty much it. And I was terrified to even say those two words. Actually. Let's play that
0: clip. Sure. Let's play. I am doing the show here with my producer, Terry.
2: Hi, everyone.
0: Having a wonderful cup of Lapsang Sushong. Well, that will probably go down in history as perhaps the worst introduction ever. Yeah,
2: that was totally underwhelming.
0: (laughs) But it was hard because we were on location and we were really struggling with what to do when we were at the shop. And then with you being on the show. And we were interviewing Xu Ping, who is my mentor. So it was like three overwhelming things going on at the same time.
2: Right, right.
0: So, but I got called out for it mm-hmm. and I think I corrected my error. I
2: think it was the very next week, actually. I, it was the we next week a, or the week after. Yeah. We got a listener email wanting to know more about me and as weird as that was for me, I obliged and our next clip is...
0: Your first real words <laughs> on the show. Let's play that for you. I introduced you all to Terry, but in a very light way and didn't give you nearly enough detail and I got called out about that as well. So this week, Terry joins me again in studio, and I really need to introduce you to her. She is one of the people that I love, and she's an amazing help. And so I will more formally introduce you to Terry Clark, producer of Steeping Around.
2: Hi, everyone.
0: And a lot of people are probably wondering how you came to be the producer. Tell them, tell them the story, because I think it's hilarious.
2: Like most things in my life, I just kind of fell into it. I had been a hairdresser for 16 years, and one day, Manish here came and sat in my chair for a haircut.
0: And, um, by the way, I don't have enough hair to justify (laughs) being called a haircut. You know, I've got this big dome on the back of my bald spot there. But she was kind enough to cut my hair anyway, and we got to talking about tea, and you said that your favorite tea was chai, yeah? Yeah.
2: Yes, actually. I grew up drinking tea. Uh, In my house, we always had black tea with either cream or sugar, which I know is not how we drink it around here, but that was how I grew up drinking it. Uh, And when I found out you had your own tea company, I just got really excited because even though I didn't know much about tea, I knew that I loved tea.
0: Well, that certainly was a better introduction than the (laughs) one that I had originally done for you. I sound terrified. (laughs) There's no doubt. You were terrified. In fact, I think we even stopped in the middle of taping and go, are you nervous? Yeah, you
2: did. You asked me, are you nervous? I was like, well, yeah.
0: Well, there was nothing. Well, at the time, by that time, I wasn't nervous about any of that stuff. Right, But you right. were certainly still getting your getting your, uh, your, the wheels underneath you. But as always, things have always improved here at Steeping Around. And so this is what we sounded like just a couple of weeks ago. Joined today, as always, by producer Terry Clark. It's a pleasure to be here. Indeed. You're quite busy at the moment. Man, you said it. I know. Wedding planning going on?
2: Yeah, yeah. Yesterday, a good chunk of yesterday was spent researching online for wedding vows. And you know me, I'm not a sappy no person. Everything was just so... I shall love you until the end of days, and blah, blah, blah. A I little just, a
0: little syrupy. Wow.
2: <laughs> so I ended up writing my own.
0: They're going to be beautiful. Are you going to, in light of today's topic, going to be using traditional lavender wedding favors? <laughs> no. Probably not.
2: not. Not much about I the wedding think so. will be traditional. I didn't think fact, so. so.
0: No, nothing traditional about producer Terry Clark. <laughs> but I love her all the more for that. <laughs> Thank you. Now that is more like it. Yeah,
2: that's magical now. <laughs> it's getting magical.
0: Well, it's nice that you're comfortable on the show and that you're comfortable with the material and comfortable talking about tea and all of the things that we have going on. I think that having you come on the show has made a huge difference because I no longer like am stressed out about going to record and all the notes and all the stuff. We seem to just be able to come into the studio, just kind of banter it out, and the show sounds good, and people are really happy. Good,
2: good. I'm so glad.
0: When we come back, we're going to talk with some of the people who were guests on the show. We're going to go through some clips that uh, we pulled from all these weeks about the various things that we talked about with other people aside from just Terry and myself. And then we're going to get to all the funny moments. There have been a lot of them, but we pulled out our favorites. So stay with us. We'll be right back here on Steeping Around.
3: Hi, this is Sarah with the Maya Tea Company. If you've been steeping around with Manish Shah, you've likely heard me on random radio commercials. Although I'm sure I could have had you fooled. No, I'm not a professional radio presence. Actually, I work alongside your host, Manish, during the Monday to Friday 9 to 5, pushing paper and paying bills. And like most of us 9 to 5ers, I require a daily dose of caffeine. Luckily for me, working in the tea business, there's no shortage of caffeinated teas to choose from. But I generally stick to my two favorites, yerba mate and puerh tea. Yerba mate is strong and grassy, while puerh is earthy and robust. When it comes to flavor, these teas couldn't be any more different. But I can depend on both of these to keep me on the edge of my seat, which is really a necessity when you work with a guy like Manish. You can find these wonderful teas, yerba mate and puerh, on our website available for sale, but that's not all. Check out the blog section of MayaTea.com for a blog written specifically on each of them by yours truly. You'll find a variety of other blogs there as well. That's right, Maya Tea Company isn't just about selling great tea. It's all about education and community. So if you like what you've heard on Steeping Around, you're sure to love what you're going to find on MayaTea.com. And if you type the word steep into the coupon code, you can save 15%. Cheers!
0: back here at steeping around i am your host manisha and we are talking all things well steeping around it's our first anniversary show and we are going through a variety of clips that sort of encompass all the things that we did over this past year and
2: things we wished we would have done (laughs) well the things
0: we wish we would have done we still have an opportunity to get to which is cool that is true One of the things that we did do is we had a few guests on. It wasn't something that I did a lot of, and we're going to do more guests in the upcoming year than I have in past. But my very first attempt at having guests on the show, I was nervous, and I thought the easiest thing I could do was to have my own children on as guests.
2: That seems like a safe bet, you know?
0: Yeah, it was. And let's play a clip of when my kids were on for the first time. To add to the flavor of the show... I have invited some very special guests to join me in studio today. These are two of my most favorite people in the whole world. And surprisingly, they're not really involved in the tea business. I have decided to invite my very first guests as my own children. We're going to introduce yourselves, guys. Give us your first name and how old you are.
1: I'm Ishan and I'm nine years old. I'm Davok and I'm six years old.
0: Six years old, missing some front teeth, so he's uh, he's got a little got a little lisp there. And why would I include them in our show? Well, they have an opinion about their favorite teas, and they are involved with the question of the week. So as we continue our series on oolongs, it would be wise to know what their favorites are. What's your favorite tea, Ishan?
1: My favorite tea is gunpowder green tea.
0: So you like the organic gunpowder? That's a pretty good tea. And Devak, you?
4: Monkey-picked oolong tea.
0: And so my six-year-old happens to like a very expensive vintage of monkey-picked oolong. Now, the point of all this is that if my six-year-old can appreciate an oolong, so should you. Gosh, it seems like such a long time ago. They were so cute. So, fellas, you're in the studio today. Tell me what you thought of hearing your voice on the radio all over again. Ishan, you go first. What did you think?
1: Well, I thought that it was very interesting to hear my voice like about a year um, back.
0: It's only about a half a year, actually. It was only about six months ago.
2: But he does sound older, I notice.
0: He does sound older, like his voice has gotten a little deeper. So is your favorite tea still gunpowder green tea?
1: Nope, um, but I really like a lot of different
0: teas. I can't choose a favorite. So his tastes have expanded. Very cool. Now, Devak, what about you? What was it like for you to hear your voice on the radio?
1: I didn't think my voice was really great back then, but I think my voice is better now.
0: Well, now that you've got some teeth, grown in the front you're not lisping and whistling as much tell me is uh, monkey pick doolong still your favorite tea yep yeah you're just an old standard guy (laughs) holding on well we had a lot of fun doing that interview and i think we'll have them on the show again because i think later in the year we're going to do a topic especially when school's back in session on kids and tea and i think we're going to do a live remote from their school and do a tea tasting with the kids and see what all of them think so you guys can participate in that i think that'll be fun don't you think
1: yeah, Yep.
0: Well, it was fun to have my first interview with my children. My latest interview is with mm, not a child, but someone who's a little childlike, if you knew him. <laughs> we interviewed George Jage from the World Tea Expo, and he's not a child, but he is funny. And he is exuberant.
2: He was a great interview. Very
0: enthusiastic. And we just got back from the World Tea Expo last week. We did. Week. We did. We got to meet George. I did get to meet George. And he's wonderful. And we got some pictures and we've got some good time with him. We're going to have him on the show here real shortly. It's kind of a recap of what happened in Vegas last week. That'll be neat. But he was a great interview. Let's listen to the clip from what we discussed just a couple of weeks ago. I know we were planning to talk about chamomile tea, but we got the opportunity to speak with a tea luminary george jage the founder and president of world tea expo joins us and to talk about the world tea expo we talked about the fact that i am going to be headed there it's sort of the first of the big buying trips that many of us take to see what's coming up for the upcoming year george thanks for joining us on the program hey
3: manish thanks so much uh, we're looking forward to seeing you here in
0: three short weeks yeah you're busy right now ain't you uh, very much so. I mean, this is you know this is what
3: we do, uh, doing the the trade show, the World Tea Expo. We've certainly uh, grown our business a lot over the last 12 months, but you know this is this is a busy time of the year for us, just getting all the screws tightened down and all the all the buttons sewn up, and um, you know. But we're very excited. We had a record-breaking year last year at the expo. Uh, we're expecting great things. Our attendance is on par from what it was last year, and we're seeing some great buyers registering for the show. We've got some great new companies, and and this year especially. Um, We've really seen a surge in the amount of new products that are coming out into the marketplace, and, and that's always a big, big factor that draws people to the show.
0: My, he is one enthusiastic guy.
2: Now that sounded great, too. Not only is he a good interview, but I remember the first couple of interviews you did, besides the boys, the ones that we did over the phone, they did not sound that good at all.
0: Well, yeah, it's interesting because we've come a long way in terms of the equipment. We've right, really upgraded right. a lot of things so that now we can do phone interviews.
2: So just to recap, the the interviews we had that were not playing, it's Diana Rosen, who wrote the book on Chai, and then we also had Robert Wemishner, who was great. I only wish that you could hear those interviews better because they're really poor quality and we must have them on the show again. We may
0: redo – not the shows, but we may have them on the show again. with I all think this better equipment Because yeah. they would sound so much better. And, and to a certain degree, my apologies to them. But again, we, we learned a lot and we grew a lot. Speaking of learning, one of my favorite guests on the show, and I, we need to have her on again, is Zhuping Hodge. She is – I love her too. I know. She is my tea mentor. And a lot of what I've learned about the tea business really stems from her, her kindness, and her patience. <laughs> This is our first interview with her at her tea house, the Seven Cups Tea House, here in Tucson, Arizona. So today we're sitting at the Seven Cups Tea House, owned by Austin and Zhuping Hodge. And aside from being taken to school about all the different things that I didn't know about pu'er correctly, we're going to get some of that cleared up today. But I have the distinct pleasure of having Zhuping on the show to talk a little bit about pu'er tea. Zhuping, welcome to the show.
1: Oh, thank you.
0: You can notice that she has a, a little bit of an accent. So we're going to work through that a little bit. But we want to talk a little bit about the health benefits of puer. One of the things that is unusual is the region that puer grows in, their diet is a little different than what you might get in other parts of the country, in particular China. And puer tea plays a pretty big role in keeping those people healthy. Is that correct?
1: Uh, yes and um, make an example, people live in Tibet and the Mongolia, their um, daily support nutrition they very much depends on poor tea. And they particularly drink uh, green pour a lot. Every meal.
0: And something that you told me earlier, they don't have a lot of vegetables in their diet because they're mostly nomadic, right? Uh,
1: because they um, move around, you know, how they got to raise their sheep or horse or yak. Or uh, and uh, so cold uh, live in those places. So they got to eat uh, the, the rich food, like, um, like uh, um, the meat and uh, butter from the yak uh, or, or the sheep. Um, so they, they need something for help the digestion. Huh? So they, uh, for their practice, they uh, drink a lot of poor tea. Uh, and uh, the research in China uh, said they drink uh, even five more times the tea than mainland of Chinese. So you can how much tea you pour in every day.
0: Five times more tea than mainland Chinese. That's a lot of tea. That's a lot of tea. But the fact is is that if it can help my digestion after having Mexican food, I'm pretty certain that it could probably help those guys in the cold. Isn't she just like the cutest?
2: I just want to pinch her. She's just oh. so damn cute.
0: <laughs> you know, and life has gotten so busy for her, too. I know that she was in China yeah, that long yeah. ago, and she was doing things, but... Um, It's gotten so busy for all of us with kids and so forth, but I feel like one of the things I'd like to do more of this year is just, if for no other reason, just hang out at Seven Cups, have like great, over-the-top, beautiful, killer Chinese teas... And just sit there. I
2: agree. That'd uh, be fun. We should go. Maybe. If she's there, we'll just stick a microphone in her face That's and right. make her talk. If she's talk. around, don't, leave, don't, don't move, don't move. We just want to talk to you about anything. Just <laughs> about say anything, yeah. exactly. Say what you want. What do you think about Elvis?
0: You know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> she would be great. We've got a lot of interviews coming up in the year here that we've got laid out. I know that a series is going to be happening with a major tea publication that is going to focus on the men in tea.
2: I thought you were gonna say she's doing like a men's tea calendar or something like that, although that might not sell that no, well most of us
0: <laughs> most of us in the tea business should not be on calendars of any form. <laughs> We also have a lot of other guests that we got, people who own companies and gadgets. I know that we've got some of them. Some interviews that we took at the World Tea Expo from people who are of origin. So you're going to hear more interviews from us in the upcoming year than we did before. But one of the hallmarks of our show is the humor, the fun. That's what we started off with. My intention was always to have a show that was about the fun side of tea. So much of it is steeped in the notion of ceremony, And formality And tea's not like that Mm -hmm. At all It is Very accessible Very easy to drink So much fun And in the clips That we're going to talk about In the next segment You'll see Just how crazy Tea can be (laughs) So stay with us We'll be right back Here on Steeping Around
4: Hello everyone, this is Nick coming at you from the Maya Tea Company. Although most of my work is limited to assisting the company at the local Tucson Farmer's Markets, the benefits in working in and around the Maya Tea Company are many. When I first started to work here, it dawned on me that they had a huge supply of yerba mate, which just happens to be my favorite stimulating beverage. It felt as though I was right at home. When I used to do a lot of travel and keeping long hours playing in a band and going to college, Yerba Mate was my beverage of choice. I've been drinking Yerba Mate for years now, and I appreciate that it doesn't make me quite as jittery as coffee. It has a host of vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, amino acids, A list goes on. Working for the Maya Tea Company in the Tucson Farmer's Markets requires that you are on your A-game at all times. And for me, Yerba Mate is the perfect beverage to assist with that. So the next time you're in the market for purchasing some of the finest Yerba Mate, visit us at mayatea.com. And don't forget to enter the coupon code STEEP to receive 15% off. Thank you so much.
0: Welcome back to Steeping Around. I am your host, Manish Shah, and we are talking All Things Tea, joined as always by producer Terry Clark. Thank you for having me here. And we are actually talking not All Things Tea, but really All Things Teeping Around as we are celebrating our one year anniversary. 51 shows completed. It's really kind of hard to believe. It is. And now we are on our 52nd show and kind of reviewing all of the clips. We talked a little bit about how we got started and some of the first clips of you and I doing the show. And then we also spoke about some of the guests that we've had on the show in the past few months. And now we want to review some of the funny moments that we have had on our show. So many of them, though, have come as a result of your emails. And we want to let you know that some of you chose these moments. And we want you to continue to send us email. Any question, any comments, any additional ideas for shows, please fire off an email to us. The email address of the show is steep at mayatea.com. That's S-T-E-E-P at mayatea.com. If you are a fan of the show, friend us on Facebook You can or fan us on Facebook. You can find sites for both Steeping Around as well as the Maya Tea Company. And as always, please visit our website, www.mayatea.com. That's M-A-Y-A-T-E-A.com where we have all the different teas that we talk about here on the show for you to buy. If you have listened to the show with any regularity, you know we are prone to a little bit of hilarity. (laughs) It is a crazy place to be, and we've had a few takes that occasionally surprised us. Here's one that I thought would wind up on the editing floor, but ultimately was left in, and I'm kind of glad it did. (laughs) Lemon balm is good for several things. The first thing is that lemon balm is very calming and soothing. In the old days, lemon balm was actually used as a mild form of valium. It actually blends well with a lot of other ingredients. We use it in a lot of our sleepy time blends. One thing that's been suggested, although we've never tried it, is to blend it with black tea, that it actually kind of helps bring out some of the citrus notes of black tea. So
2: I guess you'd have kind of an upper and a downer mixed all together in one tea.
0: Quite a cocktail. That's like a hippie speedball. It should be an interesting <laughs> cocktail indeed. We may have to try that this upcoming week.
2: I thought they were going to cut that out too entirely. I had no idea they were going to leave that in, or I probably, I probably wouldn't have said it. It's a term that I use for whatever reason. <laughs> oh, I think it's, I think it's hilarious.
0: And the, what's so funny is when you when you dropped that, you know, because I kind of have a train of thought. You know that I start getting on a roll, and right. rolling them, and then you you put that in there, and I thought. Oh my god and somehow i regained composure didn't crack up laughing and just started right up again no
2: it sounded very smooth and it, it very was, natural it was because th- it is actually something that i say
0: so. that's right it's a pretty natural thing to do now a lot of times we have done shows and segments in regards to alcohol and it seems as though a lot of you folks like those segments Yes, indeed, we like our non-tea-related beverages, and we did a couple of shows on that. But we also got an email in regards to mm, maybe some tea and some libations. Here's a clip from Buddy. This week, we have a really fabulous question (laughs) of the week.
2: We do. Our email this week comes to us from Buddy. He writes, Manish, never miss a show. Good stuff. I'd love to hear a tea expert's opinion about this new vodka. It's Absolute Wild Tea Vodka.
0: Well, to answer all of your questions, we did some extensive research. We decided to test out the Absolute Wild Tea Vodka with a variety of different mixers. Now, as far as what do I think, well, let me tell you, we did a tasting of this vodka seven different ways. (laughs) It was pretty great.
2: Seven, huh? Indeed. <laughs>
0: Lost count, did you? It did. <laughs> Thumbs up for the vodka mixed with the cucumber soda, mixed with our Maya tea, mixed with the Coke, as well as the dry Meyer lemon soda. Excellent, excellent, excellent. We like the vodka, and we love the question. Thank you, buddy. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Buddy, send, a, send us more.
2: Yes, if you, if you research any more or need any more research done, buddy, let us know.
0: Actually, I think we're going to do a series. We talked about that too, about doing a series on different tea liquors That'll and what our fun. findings could be. Oh, boy. That'll be great. Well, you folks were not content with just listening to our findings. During the week of that show, we got a lot of questions about what we actually did during the tasting, not just about the wild vodka itself, but our own state of mind. Take a listen to this clip. We have several people who are clients of the tea company, and we had this sort of reoccurring theme when people would call in and go, that vodka session that you guys had, weren't you guys all sloshed? How were you (laughs) able to really discern between all the different types of drinks that you made? We tried seven different varieties, and I think people were questioning (laughs) our ability to discern flavors and so forth after trying seven of them. First of all, there were four of us. We didn't make four drinks and each try them all in their entirety. We made one little small drink, and each of us had a sip. So He's basically, not kidding either. They yeah, were we, tiny they little were drinks. They were tiny. We were very deliberate. I took notes. I asked people what they thought. I think it's funny that people just expected us to be drunken slobs. But
2: I did notice that you wrote down your notes very quickly so that you could get to Oh, I didn't say that they were
0: they – <laughs> they didn't have to be legible. Now – what happened after the tasting well of course the ones i liked i went ahead and finished of course. so let us yeah so let's not let's not say that you know once our professionalism was complete we didn't go the distance and uh make sure we didn't waste any of all that great absolute wild tea vodka
2: well that would just be silly wow
0: that was a good night <laughs> that was fun
2: it was probably too much fun but that's okay
0: that's not a problem. It's okay. <laughs> we did have fun doing it. And again, like I said, I think there'll be more in our future. I hope so. Well, we're not just about spirits here on the show. The My Tea Company is also about spirituality. In this next clip, we talk about one of the moments that we had at our show. And this was from a show entitled Monday, Monday, when we were talking about some of the various things that go on in one day in our tea company. Take a listen. Mondays are a long day at the office, and I try to get there pretty early. So I was there probably about 8.15. Nick and Roxanne were both in the office when I got there. So after we said our our normal hellos, Nick and Roxanne were in the back and already starting to talk about their experiences from the farmer's market this last weekend. Uh And they brought up a couple of incidences, we'll call them that, of some unpleasantness at the farmer's market. And, you know, as this difficult situation might be, there was some – some negative thoughts and some things that we spoke about that weren't of a completely pleasant nature. Well, of course. And Nick starts off by saying, you know, how can we be more spiritual about this situation? Is there a higher perspective? Can we purify our motives in terms of how we approach this? Wow. I know. And I thought, well, this is a great way to start Monday. That's extremely positive. It's a a very positive. And so we spent the next few minutes really talking about how to take these unpleasant situations and make them better and take a better approach, improve ourselves and improve our perspective and present this in a stronger fashion that was more in line with our values and the things that we hold dear. And I thought, wow, this (laughs) is going to be a good week. Wow, that was a very telling story. Yeah.
2: There's always somebody there who can ground you, I think. Yeah definitely
0: because left to my own devices who knows what might happen (laughs) That's, that's also true well you know it's funny because immediately after that conversation not long after we sort of changed topics and we spoke on that show about our penchant for nicknames take a listen to this hilarious clip Keith so graciously offered to look for a truck for us. He found us a 1978 Ford Mm -hmm. truck, which you bought this weekend.
2: It's beautiful, (laughs) too. I love it. it. It's
0: very cute. And so the title came in. But the most important thing that we had to do was give it a nickname. We have a penchant for giving things nicknames. My old truck was called Pistachio.
2: Okay, I'm I'm dying to know what's what's the nickname. So so
0: we debated over this, and I'm, we're not certain, but I want to you know the truck is gray, and I want to paint it right. red. So I thought I would name the truck Mater. Mater. Like to Mater from the movie Cars. Mater. Oh, okay, the, I get it now. In the movie Cars, <laughs> the truck was red. I, I didn't and see cars. It was a tow okay. truck. And it was red, but we're going to name her Mater, or maybe him Mater. I haven't given the truck a gender yet. It's always a she. A lot of people have nicknames in the office. Roxanne is Roxy, and Mm -hmm. Nick, his last name is Zemowski, so he's Zoom Zoom. Zoom Zoom. (laughs) We then proceeded to try to find a nickname for the new guy, Clayton, Clayton. coming in. I mean, he hasn't even arrived yet. (laughs) Poor guy. Poor guy. And he's going to get a nickname (laughs) before he even arrives. And I'm leaning towards Opie, because he is just as cute and sweet and... So naive and really is a, a lovely. Opie's not bad. Opie's not you bad. You could do a lot worse. Ah, all of those funny nicknames. We have updates, don't we? We do have updates. First of all, the truck will not be named Mater. <laughs> I got slammed down by a very young child to let me know that Mater is not red. Mater is rust colored.
2: Well, how dare you not know that? <laughs> I know.
0: it. As far as the nicknames, oh, there have been some updates. <laughs> Based upon the behavior of our two farmer's market guys, Nick and Clayton, they have formed quite a bit of friendship. And they go out, they go drinking, they go to happy hour. They're so funny, and they always seem to be together. And they do, like, crazy stunts together, (laughs) like, at the farmer's market. You know what I'm talking about. So I got this vision in my head. Of what the two would look like. And again, I maybe watched too many cartoons because of my children. Maybe
2: a little. (laughs) And
0: I decided to name them Crash and Eddie. Those are the two possums from Ice Age (laughs) 2. If you have children and you've seen them, now you know what it's like to work with Clayton and Nick. By the way, in case you're wondering, Clayton is Crash and Nick is Eddie. (laughs) So we have nicknamed them. So we've got all these updates on the nickname story, which I think is flipping crazy. In the event that you have a nickname for our new truck, you let us know. We may just use it for the show. (laughs) Well, it's been fun. I want to thank you, Producer Terry, for joining us on the show. Thanks
2: for having me. It's always great to be here.
0: And thanks to my kids as well for joining us today and remaining mostly quiet and not as fidgety as they might have been. Thanks, Devok, for joining me on the show.
1: You're welcome.
0: And thank you also, Ishan, for being here. You're welcome. And most of all, thanks to all of you. Thank you for an amazing year. Thanks for guiding the show, listening to the show, telling us what we should and should not do, and most of all, for all the great positive feedback. We have a lot of things coming up in the upcoming year. We want you to continue to participate, tell all your friends, and spread the love about Steeping Around. Thanks so much, and remember, as always, I love steeping around with you too.